Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Yes, it is. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the Goodyear Hotline. Hembo's fired up, and that is because we have a first ever on this radio program. We have a little trivia challenge. <coughs> Pardon me, between Hembo and the other members of the hashtag crew. So let me explain what happened. I said Kyler Murray could wind up being the MVP this year. And we talked about this in our meeting before Hembo and I this morning in my office. And Hembo said, you know, I bet you not too many players have won both the Heisman and the NFL MVP. So we looked it up. There are seven players who have, who have won. This doesn't include Kyler Murray, obviously, because he hasn't won the MVP. <laughs> who have won the Heisman and won the league MVP award. And it dates back to what year? 1957, which was the first year the AP did the NFL MVP award. Okay, so... That's the group, and, and uh, because, as only they can, Bubba and Nuno are convinced they can name these seven players. Well, I don't know about that. But well, you, <laughs> you said I, we I have said, the names. I said we threw some names together. We're, we're struggling back here. All but. right. Well, that's not the way I interpreted it. Yeah, well, you interpreted it quite wrong. You said it with a great deal more confidence, I think. Eh, so we're, we're, we're Bubba in the uh, Dak Prescott jersey, uh, as always today, the traditional Dak Prescott oh, jersey. Yeah. Today, uh, all right, go ahead. Try and guess them. There are seven names. Again, these are the seven players who've won the Heisman and an NFL MVP. All right, so the first two are very – actually, the first – I can give you the first three that are correct. Lamar, Cam, and OJ. That is correct. Well so done. That's all three. Right, all right, so there all are right. one, two, three, four more. We felt good about those. Okay. Tell me if you need hints. I, I can give you hints. I'm feeling pretty good about Roger Staubach. That is oh! Incorrect. I, I thought it too. Come on! I thought it too. Staubach never won the MVP. Come he, on! And that was the last ad we had too. Oh. Okay, no, in 71, he won the Burt Bell Award. That which counts. <laughs> and the Super Bowl MVP, but never the MVP. All right, so well, let, we, let, we have some other names. If but. we were going to give you the Burt Bell Award just so you keep yourself alive, who else would you have guessed? We had Earl Campbell. That is correct. Jim Plunkett. Jim Plunkett is incorrect. Oh. Let me give you one more hint. There are no quarterbacks. All right. Tony Dorsett and Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders is correct. Let me give you the list here. All right. So the list. These we are the seven players. Everybody, get your pencil out so you can write these down. The so seven it's a players. a very difficult trivia question. Seven players who have won both the Heisman Trophy and the NFL's Most Valuable Player Award. And this is dating back sequentially in the order in which they won them. The most recent, Lamar Jackson, Cam Newton, Barry Sanders, Marcus Allen, Oh, Marcus Allen. Earl Campbell, O.J. Simpson, and the other one, I, this is the one that I'm not surprised you didn't get, is Paul Horning. See, I, I threw his name out there, but I was, it was so long ago. I'm like, I have no idea. He, he was, was from the legendary Packers, the Lombardi Packers of the 60s. There's your list. Well done. Nice trivia today again. Bubba's got the jersey on. Let's get to the sound bites. I'm sorry, what? What? what, what? I'm sorry, what? what? I'm sorry, What? I'm sorry, what? All right, I'm sorry, what is the part of the show where we play you interesting things that interesting people are saying here on the show? And I've got a couple of them set aside here. Shoot. So last week I was very tough on Robert Sala, the coach of the Jets. He said a lot of things I didn't like. He won a game and he won me over. I told you yesterday I loved the way they coached the end of the fourth quarter. Even though it wound up resulting in the game going to overtime, they coached to win the game. I loved it. Sala won me over big time. 
So let's hear from him. This is him saying uh, Zach and the team need to keep stacking great days together. You know, there's going to be a lot of things that he's got to be able to take from. But just like I said, that losing a game doesn't define you. Neither does winning. Uh, you've got to stack these things up. You've got to stack up great days and continue to get better. And uh, we got a, uh, a really good opponent go, uh, coming up in London. We've got to do our best to, to find ways to get better and not not read our press clip, uh, clippings. Okay, there you go. That's not much, but I love it. I, I mean, he didn't say a whole lot that's interesting there, but he's my coach, and I love him. Uh, I love Robert Sala. Let the record show. Uh, he won me over the other day, and so I'm all in. All in, coach. We're going yeah, to London. You guys get the all 22 tape. No, no, stop that. <laughs> I want that I want that stricken from the record. He will never He will never again say that, and, and, and he is now my coach. I love him. So we will have none of that. None of that mockery remains alive on this program. We save that for Matt Nagy, who's the head coach of the Chicago Bears, who was asked about his starting quarterback situation yesterday. We said this whole time, you know, um, when Andy's healthy, right, when he's healthy, he's our starter. He's the one, Justin's the two, Nick's the three. So what's been great about this, you know, the last couple of weeks is Justin's had the opportunity to, to play and get significant snaps, and he's grown from it. So now we just got to see, like, where, where is Andy's health at? Um, honestly, the, the next two days will, will be revealing to us. All right. So, look, I, I, don't, I don't understand why he says right. Like, like when, when someone says right, it always feels to me like they're trying to convince you of something. We said this whole time, you know, um, when Andy's healthy, right, when he's healthy, he's our starter. He's the one. Right. Like, what, what do you mean when he's healthy, right? <laughs> what, what does that mean? Like, when he's healthy. We know what that means. Like, it does not require. I, I, I just don't understand it. Here, here, I'm not going to find flaw with that strategy. I'm going to leave that to a Hall of Famer. So I'm watching Monday Night Countdown last night, and Steve Young, Hall of Fame quarterback, is talking about this with Booger and Shefty. And, Steve, well, I'm just going to play it for you. Steve Young took a very definitive position on what direction this should go. Why wouldn't you commit to what is going to be the future Because now? of his job. It's really simple. Fired at it. Because they, they don't, don't want to break they him. him. They don't want to break him. They don't want to break him before... He's ready. Like, he goes out there. Did he look like a ready guy yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah, yeah he, he did, did yesterday. Yeah. Well, look, that's, you build off of that. Trust me. I've been under yeah. siege before. You build off it, and you can start to get yourself above water and start to breathe. The only way you can do that is play. You put him back on the bench and sit. You can't stay up to speed. Real. So I thought that was really important because at the end of the day, what does it matter what I think? And what does it matter what most of the fans think? But how about a quarterback who has lived it, who for whatever this is worth, sort of had some of the similar skill sets to what, um, to what Justin Fields has. And lest you were thinking to yourself, well, it's easy for him to say he stepped right in for Joe Montana on this great team. Uh, he was drafted by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He played in the USFL. I mean, Steve knows what it's like to be in adverse situations. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, so I don't, he he knows what he's talking about, I guess is what I'm trying to say here. And so I would listen to that. Steve Young is telling you whatever progress you made, whatever incremental progress you made from that performance the other day should be built upon at this stage. So we'll see. The next one is going to be Swagoo. So uh, I haven't heard this yet, but people are sending me notes that he said this. You've seen what's happened with Urban Meyer. So Urban Meyer, his team goes to Cincinnati on Thursday night. And they lose a game. They were way ahead. They were up, I think, 14-0 in that game. They wind up losing. And after the game is over, they're 0-4. Urban Meyer stays behind. Again, they're in Cincinnati. His, his, some of his family is in Columbus. I think that's about an hour drive. 
rather than flying back with his team to Jacksonville, he stays in Columbus. And it was there that he was seen in this video that made all of the rounds over the weekend and exactly what he's doing in it. Who the hell knows? But he's there and he's with a a much younger woman who is very clearly not his wife. And she is dancing Let's to to be fair. Let, let's just say as very close to him in in a in a seductive manner. I, I don't know how else to describe it. Bottom line of it is, um, Marcus Spears yesterday said they need to make a move on him now. Tad Con, you need to find your new head coach, bro. It's time for Urban Meyer to be dismissed and relieved of his duties. This is not the first distraction, right? This is not a visceral reaction to what Urban Meyer did, even though there needs to be one to that as well. He brought in a strength coach that had racist history. He brought in Tim Tebow to play tight end, which he never did in the NFL before. This is a pattern that we've seen go on since Urban Meyer has been the head coach in Jacksonville. And then this particular situation with a young quarterback, first pick, just married, 0-4, trying to win football games, and the coach is the exact wrong reason why they in the news. I played football nine years in the NFL. Every head coach I ever had said, don't be the guy to take focus off of what we're doing as a football team as we try to win games. It was a message that resonated throughout every locker room I've ever been in. Shad Khan, you're on the clock, bro. Mm. It's time for you to find another head coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And it needs to start, like, right now, like today. That's a really strong take from Marcus. And uh, there's no one I respect more than Marcus. And I will say this, that let's just take out of the equation whatever you may think morally of whatever it is that Urban was or wasn't doing there. I don't know. And to me, that's between him and his family. However he has to deal with that, that's for him to deal with. But what I can tell you is that I was talking about this with Dominique and Jeff Saturday today off the air before we went on. And they both told me they've never been on a football team where the coach didn't fly back to the city with the team after a road game, much less after a loss, much less a young team that's 0-4. And Dominique described how that works. All the players board the plane after the coaches and the owners do. The owners get on first. They sit up in the front in the big seats. The coaches get on. They sit up in the front in the big seats. And the players all file past them. So Dominique was saying, I can't imagine being a young player walking past that empty seat and thinking, where the hell is the coach? Of everyone, he's the one who should be going back. So the fact that the owner apparently gave him permission to do this is not the point. He shouldn't have wanted it in the first place. He should be with his team. Going back to Jacksonville, 0-4. He should be doing it if they're 4-0. But he should certainly be doing it 0-4. So you can have whatever opinion you want to have about whatever it is that he was doing in that in that bar, restaurant, whatever it is he is. That's that's for you to have your own judgment on. And that's for him to deal with with the people that matter to him in his life. But the football part of it is a disaster. I mean, it's an un it's an unmitigated disaster. And I think what Marcus is saying is there's cause to be very concerned that it could be interfering with the development of this once in a lifetime quarterback that you drafted. And I think that there is real reason to be concerned about that. I'm Greeny. Did you know that airlines, restaurants, and more have been ramping up their hiring? Who do they turn to? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified candidates for your job. And you can easily invite your top choices to apply. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. Coming up next, unsolicited advice. And then time for your phone calls right after that on ESPN Radio. 
Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right. uh, This just came across the last couple of minutes. Boston Red Sox slugger J.D. Martinez has been left off of their playoff roster for the wildcard game against the Yankees tonight as he continues to recover from a sprained left ankle. He suffered the injury in the fifth inning Sunday when he tripped over the second base bag while jogging out to right field. Um, we had Jessica Mendoza, I think it was on TV today, telling us she couldn't imagine that Martinez wouldn't play if he could walk. Well, maybe this means he can't walk one way or another, Hembo. For those who don't follow the Red Sox closely, how big a blow is this? This is about as big a blow as the Red Sox could suffer. I mean, he's their three-hole hitter. He is one of their very best run producers. And if you look at his time with the Red Sox, in games in which he does not play, they average about a run and a half fewer than games in which he does play. I mean, there's, there's very little more to say than that. He is as important to their lineup as almost anyone can be. And if you're sort of on the fence as far as who you think is going to win tonight, this is a big enough piece of news with which to sort of tip the scale. Yeah, it, it, it feels enormous. Um, I mean, he's their best hitter at the end of the day, right? I mean, that, that, I don't know if we need to make it any more complicated <laughs> than that. They're going to play the game without their best hitter who twisted his ankle stepping on the bag running out to the field the other day. That's, I mean, that's... Insane, right? Only I mean, happens in baseball. Yeah. Only happens in baseball. This is equivalent to the Yankees losing Giancarlo Stanton. I mean, it's that, it's that kind of loss for them. So now everyone else in the lineup's going to have to obviously do their share. But one of the built-in advantages for the Red Sox was the fact that their lineup could really go at home, and this is a huge difference maker. Right, we had A-Rod on for like 15 minutes in our first hour today. If, if you want to hear that before the game starts tonight, if you want to get into it, uh, you can catch up on the podcast anytime you want. It's called Hashtag Greeny. It's available all the places that you find your podcast. We had a terrific conversation, really nerding out with A-Rod and some of that stuff, which he loves. I mean, A-Rod, you know, he's obviously a huge celebrity and all that stuff, but at the end of the day, that dude is a baseball nerd. And he le- that's why he likes coming on with me, because he knows I know that, and that's what I want to talk about with him. <laughs> I don't know who he's dating, and I couldn't care less. <laughs> that's what most people, you know, because he's obviously been connected with famous people. Again, I, not my business. I couldn't that'd make a damn difference to me. He lived a block away from me for a while, and I was used to say to him, hey, let's just meet in the park and talk about baseball sometime. You know? <laughs> and he's like, I can't go sit in the park. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right, um, because there will be paparazzi flocking all around him, because that's, that's the life he actually leads. But the truth is, he's just a baseball guy, and he was into that. So you'll see him tonight on ESPN. Okay. This is a perfect opportunity for you to try some active listening. 
unsolicited advice. Uh, before we get to the phone calls, Hembo needs my help. Uh, this is sort of, uh, and Brandon, I think you will enjoy this. This is sort of developed organically on this show because Hembo is a young, somewhat freshly married man. He's been married two years, and he just makes such mistakes. You know, I mean, he just, he does, every now and again, we'll be in the office and I'll say, what's going on? And he'll tell me something that happened. And I will think, I wonder if there are other young husbands out there making these mistakes. Maybe I could perform a public service by offering some unsolicited advice. So without prejudicing the jury, just tell everybody what it is you did. So this weekend, Greeny, my wife and I decided to do a little yard work. And what she did was she put a couple like pots of mums in front of our front door. Say that more slowly. Pots of mums. Flowers. Of mums. Those are flowers. Mm-hmm. She put pots of mums in front of your front in door. In front of our, for- uh-huh. our front door. They look great. She went back to Home Depot and then purchased a couple more small flower pots to put them beside those mums, which I thought was kind of odd. I thought the mums sort of stood for themselves. So once she did so, she asked me a very simple question. What do you think? Mm-hmm. And I told her exactly what I thought. I told her. I think the new ones are redundant. Okay. Gather round. I mean, I don't know why it is that this – maybe it's just not as obvious as I think it is. But we all know – well, we don't all, obviously. But I'm telling you, I know, and Brandon knows. When she comes back with the second pot of flowers mm-hmm. and puts them next to the mums and says, how do you think they look? There's only one answer, and that is they look great. And let's be clear on the variety of reasons why. A, she cares much more about how they look than you do. B, she isn't really asking your opinion. She just wants confirmation that she is right. And failure to offer that confirmation is a colossal mistake. It is a, it is a mistake of biblical proportion for which, so let me ask you, what was her reaction to that? She sort of laughed at me, and I. Okay. She, first of all, she just laughed and said nothing. I then, I then said, "What's that for?" And then she went on to say, "Well, I just didn't know that your opinion could be so wrong." That's a direct quote. There you go. See, so, this but, is right. So she here's what's happening. She somehow understands how to be a wife. And you have no understanding of how to be a husband. I just don't get it. That is an area, as our most in which the only correct response is pure affirmation. Like, let me ask you a question. You ever, you, the two of you go out for dinner? Of course. She come down and, uh, I don't know, where, where, where does she get dressed? In a closet, in a room? Where, where? She obviously is getting dressed in a, in a room you're not in. In our bedroom. In our bedroom. She comes out of the bedroom wearing a dress. Mm-hmm. And she says to you, how do I look in this? How many answers are there to that question? How many? There, are, there is one answer to that. Yeah, that's question. correct. There's one answer There's to one. that question. So that same logic applies. There are only varying levels of enthusiasm which, with which you offer it. Mm. So the baseline answer is, looks terrific. Any further than that is not only acceptable, but preferable. Oh, my God, you look fantastic. Even better, what you will learn is you won't even wait for the question to be asked. Huh. You must behave as though you were taken by back. The second she walks out the door, you got to be waiting. You got to have like some sort of, you got to know when that door is opening because you want to jump this. You want to answer the question before it is asked. The hmm. second she walks out, you want to act as though you were doing something else. I don't know. You're sitting here, you're having a drink, or whatever it is you're doing. You're just you're playing with your little dog over there, the cockapoo or whatever, the cavapoo. Is it cavapoo? Well, I, I get the poos mixed up, but whatever it is, you're <laughs> playing with the little dog. 
And then what you need to do is very subtly look up and go, oh, my goodness, you look fantastic. Just like that. Just like that. Before As though this has come right before any question. And then you know what happens? What? Everything good. <laughs> Everything good can happen after that. She's happy. She's in a good mood. You're going to go out. You're going to have a good time. I- I'm not making any. I'm saying this is good. Now, she, let me ask you a question. Mm. She walks out and you say, huh, don't know that that's exactly what I would have gone with. Or, 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 you know, we're not going to a place that fancy. Or whatever the, anything other than how great it looks is an incorrect <clears throat> answer. Okay, do you understand that? Yes, but generally speaking, I think I, think I have the, that part of it right. With whatever she's wearing. Mm-hmm. That applies to everything else yes, too? Yes, correct. So she doesn't care what I think of the flowers. Where they are. That's exactly if right. If I think they're redundant. Let's, why would you ever use the word redundant? Not, not only have you, you have now, you have now taken it to the next level of insult. Like you couldn't, instead of just telling her, ah, I don't know, I don't really care for him. You said, I find them redundant. The, I think that's arrogant. Like I, I, <laughs> I'm me. And I think that's sort of a pompous thing to say. Well, I mean, why was- do you have an opinion on the mums and the redundancy of the, of the, of the other pot of flowers that came? I don't why do know. you have an opinion on but that? I was asked. And so I said it and I learned to regret it. Yes. From now on, mm-hmm. when asked a question to which the answer doesn't really matter that much to you, the answer is always yes. Always Yes. And when the answer does matter to you, the answer is still yes. And then we work on it from there. Okay. okay? But the, the initial response is always yes. So that has been today's lesson. This has been today's unsolicited advice for you. You want to have, you ever heard the expression, happy wife, happy life? Of course. Truer words have never been spoken. <laughs> so this is, Brandon, am I getting a, a word wrong? Can I get an Amen. Thank you. All right. Uh, What makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination? Because they offer free battery testing and charging and reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99. And they've always got your battery solution. Get in the zone with AutoZone. All right. Calls time. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. The game is called How We Feeling? You're a sports fan. You know what I'm asking. How We Feeling? Plenty of football or baseball tonight. Yankees, Red Sox, whatever it is you got. I want to know as a fan how you feeling about your team. We'll find out next on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement... Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space 
to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. All right, Greeny here welcoming you to my house as we're going to take your calls on how you're feeling in just a minute. But for the second time today, we have breaking news. A little while ago, I told you the Red Sox do not have J.D. Martinez on their roster for tonight's American League wildcard game. He sprained his ankle on Sunday. That is a terrible loss for the Red Sox. Simply put, he's their best hitter. And then we have this. Shad Khan, who is the owner of the Jaguars, has issued a public reprimand of Urban Meyer. I just a couple of minutes ago was talking about Meyer's uh, decisions um, to stay behind instead of being with his team after losing the game in Cincinnati and then being seen in Let's just describe it as a compromising position with a much younger woman in a bar in Columbus. The owner released a statement that said, I have addressed this matter with Urban. Specifics of our conversation will be held in confidence. What I will say is his conduct last weekend was inexcusable. I appreciate Urban's remorse, which I believe is sincere. Now he must regain our trust and respect. That will require a personal commitment from Urban to everyone who supports, represents, or plays for our team. I am confident he will deliver. Wow. The reprimand. I remember going back to the days on the old show. We talked about how... I've always thought there's something in a reprimand. Like, I remember Jay Billis once saying, a reprimand is nothing. No, a reprimand is something. The reprimand is, is, is public humiliation. Like, he has been publicly humiliated now by his owner. His conduct has been called inexcusable. So, wow. I mean, who saw this coming four weeks into his ten into his tenure that the owner would have to release a statement just absolutely obliterating his conduct? I, I, I can't believe how badly this has gone and how quickly it has done so. All right, with that said, let's throw open the phones. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your chance... To be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. College football's back, so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. We're simply asking how you feeling as a fan today. Football, baseball, whatever you want. Bubba, who's up? Let's start with Will. Will, you're on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Will, how you feeling? Great, man. Congratulations on your Jets win. Thank you. Hey, I just, man, I was not impressed with Baker Mayfield. And they, they won, but, man, he missed some really golden opportunities for some touchdowns. I'm just wondering if he's going to deserve that big contract, man. I don't know if he's got it in him. Well, I mean, this is that year in which you'll have to figure it out. And I'm on record as picking the Browns to win the AFC. And we'll see if they're able to come up big for me here. Let me look. I, I had it in my head they have a very big game this week. Do I have that right? Who do the Browns play this week? I had it in my head. They have a big game. Let me look this up. Stand by. I'm maneuvering here. Uh, yeah, they've got the Chargers. 
<coughs> so they played a super low-scoring, candidly, un- unimaginably boring game against Minnesota this past Sunday. They won 14-7. They shellacked the Bears, just humiliating Nagy and Fields in that game the week before. They beat the Texans, who were going to lose pretty much all their games. And they should have beat the Chiefs week one. So I think there's a lot to be told here, and you're going to find it out. The next two weeks, the Browns get – actually, look at the rest of the, the Browns the next three weeks have the Chargers on the road, the unbeaten Cardinals at home, and then the Broncos at home. So these are the big games, and actually that Bronco game is a night game. So uh, that's a Thursday night. Well, that's a good game. Broncos, Browns, and Cleveland on a Thursday night later this month. That's a pretty good game. So we're going to find out about Baker Mayfield, and I understand – if a fan feels a little bit of concern right now. Uh, Bubba, who's next? Yeah, we got PJ and <laughs> uh, uh, PJ. PJ oh. and Hoboken. PJ and Hoboken, you're on the Dr. Pepper call in line. PJ, how are we feeling? We're feeling great, Mike, but I'm calling in. I got to help Hemble out here. Okay. All right, so he is 1 million percent correct. No plant should ever be put with a month plant. It's a full plant that goes by itself and only... Fall decorations should only be used with that. Pumpkins, gourds, hay, things like that. Never mix it with another plant. It looks horrible. Thank so, you. PJ. Thank you, PJ. I guess it sounds a little redundant then. Can, can we analyze this? <laughs> we, we have so many issues, Bubba, with what PJ just said and with what Hembo just said. I don't want any husband out there to be led astray by the commentary of PJ. <laughs> PJ, I love you and I appreciate the call. But what you're failing to recognize is it doesn't make a damn bit of difference how the flowers look next to the mums. And they are certainly not redundant. Bubba, your thoughts? Well, supposedly PJ owns a flower shop, which he didn't say on the air. But, yeah, I think um, no matter what. No one is questioning whether PJ is right. (laughs) I think no matter what, I think even I know, despite not being married, I know the correct answer is it looks great. Correct. And And if it ends up looking terrible, then oh well. Many of you may not know this, but Bubba is actually thrice divorced, and yet even he understands not to make a, a faux pas of this magnitude. In this case, Greeny, whose opinion <clears throat> matters more, my wife Lizzie or PJ from Hoboken? Oh, I mean, I, just by asking me the question, it demonstrates just how far you still have to come in understanding. But let me point out to you. He owns a flower shop. The person whose opinion matters the absolute least is you, and that is what you should have taken from my initial commentary. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? Yeah, let's go to Nick. Nick, how are we feeling? Feeling a little queasy, fellas. Good morning to you guys. I'm a, a Chiefs fan, and I'm a little worried that we're going to get manhandled by the Bills this Sunday evening. Um, also, want to say I've been married for a little under a year, and Himbo, PJ's opinion doesn't matter nearly as much as your wife. Thanks, correct. guys. That's well done. See, I'm so glad that we have a voice of reason in Nick. He's concerned about his Chiefs, and he should be. Buffalo is going to beat them up. I think the Bills are going to what, – what's the number on that game? Stand by. I think Buffalo is going to beat them up. The game's in Kansas City. I think you told me yesterday the Chiefs were like a one-point favorite. Two and a half. Chiefs minus two and a half. <clears throat> two and a half. You think the Bills win that game outright? Yeah, I do. What's the value on the money line? Like, when we get to the end of this week, I'll be interested to see where the money is. Yeah. Um. It's too early to tell right now. If you right. want, if, if you if you want to lay money on the Bills to win the game outright, they're plus one thirty. But we'll see where the money winds up on Friday. I, I I love Buffalo. Absolutely love Buffalo in that game. If you're concerned about the Chiefs this week, I think there's good reason. Screening on ESPN Radio, Bubba. Who's next? Next up, we have Donovan. All right, Donovan. How are we feeling? 
Hey, man, I'm feeling good, man. My Raiders, I know we lost that game last night, but we went 3-1 and one in the first quarter, man. A lot of people <laughs> had us winning four games the whole year. Yep. My team didn't show up to the second half, and we almost beat that team, man. The rest of the league in trouble, man. That's all I got. And Derek Carr, he's going to finish top three MVP, man. Y'all going to see, man. He is playing great. I, I'm with you. The Raiders are so much better than I thought. They've gotten a lot of things. <clears throat> pardon me. A lot of things that they have gotten wrong in recent years now suddenly look like they're getting them at least a little bit right. I'm looking at the schedule here. That, that, that whole division is 3-1 and one except Kansas City, which is fascinating to me. Uh, where are we got here? What are this? The Raiders have, uh, they get Chicago this week. Who the hell knows who the quarterback is going to be in that game for the Bears. <laughs> Then they're at the Broncos. That's a really interesting game. That Raider offense against that Bronco defense. Broncos, I think, really crashed down to earth this week. The Broncos have beaten the Giants, Jags, and Jets, which is, that's, what's the opposite of murderer's role? And whatever that is, it is the opposite of that. And, and so I think Denver got a little bit exposed for what they really are, which is a good team, but not more than that. <clears throat> the Raiders... I agree. That offense is great. They fought like crazy. So we're going to find out a little something about him here the next couple of weeks. Schedule is favorable. They they beat Kansas City last year. I do like it. If I'm a Raider fan, I feel good about the first quarter of my season. How many teams, Greeny, out of that division are going to wound up in the playoffs? I, I think two. Just two? I, I think just two. Do you think three will? So if I set the line at if two I had to bet an amount of uh-huh. money right now that mattered to me, I would not bet the Raiders will make the playoffs. I certainly appreciate why a fan feels good about it. Or the Broncos. Definitely not the Broncos. Okay, so you're out on both. <clears throat> I'm out on both. I think when all come when when all is said and done, Kansas City will make the playoffs. I think the Chargers will make the playoffs. Let's keep going through it. I think Cleveland and Baltimore will make the playoffs. Buffalo makes the playoffs. Uh, someone wins the the South. That's, let's call that Tennessee for the moment, just as a straw man. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six. So one more team can one make more. it. So is that one team the Raiders? New England? Does New England turn it around? Do the Colts turn it around after this brutal start? Do the Broncos? Cincinnati? Find a way to get in. Cincinnati would be fun if hmm. they could get it done with Burrow. I wouldn't bet on that either, but it is fun to think about. Yeah, there's, it does feel like there's one open spot right now in the AFC. Let's see who can grab it. Greeny on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? Next up, we have Brad. All right, Brad, how are we feeling? Feeling great, Green. Nice to talk to you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Sure. So I, I got a, a story. I've been married for about four years, and right before I got married, my wife uh, came out, at that time, fiance, came out of the, the room with a, a nice darker green, kind of forest green romper okay. on. said, mm-hmm. how do I look? And uh, my ignorant response was, I didn't know we were going on a safari today. Oh, no. And I tell you. Oh, good God. That was. Uh, wow. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was my and you married this right woman? There. You are married yeah, to this yep, woman? We married in two, yep, married no. and two kids now after safari. that. So I must have done something right. Brad, yes. I have terrible news for you. The degree to which you will pay for that has not even yet begun. Okay? A safari. That, that is never going away. Do you know what's going to happen when you least expect it? You're going to be sitting next to her at some point. And you're going to have to say, you know, we haven't taken a vacation in a while. I've been working hard. Kids need a little vacation. Why do you think we should do? And she will turn to you and say, I don't know, Brad. How about a safari? 
I guarantee you this happens. In fact, let me ask you a question. Is Brad still there? Is that you laughing I hear, Brad? I'm, I'm still here. Has that yeah, already happened? Yeah. No, uh, we, uh, mm-hmm. we actually went on a honeymoon to Disney World, and we went to Animal Kingdom and mm-hmm. went on the safari, and I got a pretty good, pretty good glare there. Uh-huh. So. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, that was nothing. That, you've only just begun to pay for this. Do you know when this will be forgotten? Never. Never is when this will be forgotten. You'll be dead. This will come up at your funeral. You, will, you should be so lucky as to be the one who dies first because then she's going to mention this in the funeral. When she gets up and does the eulogy, she's going to say, Brad was a good man. He was a good father. He was a good uh, husband to me in most ways. <laughs> but there was that time when I walked out of the bedroom wearing a green romper and he said, I didn't know we were going on a safari. Which is why I killed him. <laughs> I'm admitting now to the murder of Brad, and I'm assuming everyone in this room understands it was justifiable. That's what's going to happen at your funeral, Brad. That's what you have to look forward to. Greeny on ESPN Radio. <laughs> Should we leave it on that? I mean, can we go to a sports one after that? Bubba, you tell me. I mean, do, uh, what are we doing here? I think we can just end it there. Right, I mean, we'll end it there. We'll end it on the safari. Fair enough. We'll end it on the safari. So, there, but, I mean, Hembo, you're, you're just a man of such little understanding. Again, for those of you who are just tuning in, in order to understand, and you're going to laugh at me when I tell you the story. Hembo and his wife are doing some gardening over the weekend. Uh, is that what you called it? Gardening, sure. yard work, yeah, what, whatever the whatever. term you use for it. And first, <clears throat> Lizzie goes out and buys some mums. And plants those. <coughs> then she goes back to the store, buys some other plants, and plants them near the mums, and asks his opinion. And you said, I think that they're redundant. That's like the worst answer to anything I've ever heard in my entire life because not only is it obviously the wrong answer, but it's a it's 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 like an annoyingly wrong answer. Like if you had just said, "I don't think they look good," that would have been a terrible answer. But to call them redundant, it, it mixes in so many other things. A, I'm not even sure it's appropriate to the conversation. <laughs> B, it's it's pompous beyond words. Uh, and C, most importantly, it is not the affirmation that she was seeking. So again, uh, we bring you unsolicited advice here every now and again because we got to keep these marriages together. But just look, if you're feeling bad about this, just say when you get home today, say to her. At least I'm not Brad. <laughs> At least I'm not Brad. <laughs> At least I, I didn't know say, oh, I, I didn't know we were going on safari today when she walked out wearing green. Oh, my goodness. Oof. I mean, for the love of all things holy, Oof. that's <clears throat> that is just you want to talk about. Again, that's coming up in the eulogy when his wife someday acknowledges having killed him <laughs> uh, with a seed of which was planted in that moment in which he described the romper in that way. All right. We got one thing left to do here. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. Baseball playoffs start tonight. Hembo, give me notes on Yankees Red Sox. So the Yankees are a favorite tonight, but slightly. Minus 120 at Caesars. They're throwing Garrett Cole, who's not been good lately, but obviously is the highest paid pitcher in baseball. On the other side, the Red Sox are without J.D. Martinez, who's their three-hole hitter. It's an enormous loss. For those guys, and the expectation is that Alex Cora is going to start Nathan Eovaldi, have him on a short leash, and uh, whip out starter after starter after starter to be able to try to get 27 outs tonight. So that is the upshot. Okay, there you have it. So that's where we sit with this game. I'm not going to make my pick. I'm going to let Nuno do it. Nuno is a diehard Yankee fan living and dying with every ounce of this tonight. 
Nuno, I just asked all the callers how they're feeling. How are you feeling heading into this one? I'm extremely extremely nervous, but I'm going to go with my heart on this one and say the Yankees somehow squeak out a win. Okay, we will see. He'll never forgive himself if he sent you wrong. Again, you'll watch the game tonight on ESPN. If you're in the car or someplace else and you're listening on the radio, we got the coverage right here on ESPN Radio. Should be a spectacular start to this baseball postseason. Tomorrow night could be just as good. Dodgers, Cardinals, so this is just getting ramped up. And one way or another, we'll be here to talk about it tomorrow, and it will not be redundant. Greeny on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.